0: A fire inside of a shipped dock on Naval Base San Diego is still raging. Around 9 a.m. Sunday, a blaze started inside the amphibious assault ship Bonhomme Richard. So far, nearly 60 sailors and civilians have been treated for injuries since the blaze started, and now smoke continues to foul the air across the county. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego NewsFix. Andrew Dyer, you're on Naval Base San Diego, and you've been covering this fire as it's been ongoing since it erupted yesterday. And just for people listening, you're on the base, so there's going to be some helicopter sounds, and you're wearing an N95 mask because there's a pandemic, and you're near a fire. Andrew Dyer, this is a developing story, of course. Let's go chronologically. Set the scene. What was going on before the blaze yesterday?
1: Um, well, the ship is in a maintenance and availability period. Um, it was recently, as recently as last year, in dry dock. Um, it, it's been undergoing a lot of major rehab. So it, it hasn't got out to sea in, it, since 2018. It's been, um, basically, it's an industrial work site right now. Um, and you can see on the port and aft side of the ship, uh, extensive scaffolding for uh, the shipyard workers to work on the ship. So um, the environment Sunday morning before the fire started was one of a, an industrial worksite.
0: Mm-hmm. And why don't you explain all that we know about where the fire is and how bad is it? This is still a developing story. We're speaking at one thirty p.m. Things could change, but what do we know right now?
1: Um, well, the fire started, um, according to the Navy, in a, a lower vehicle storage area. Um, this space was um, had a lot of. You know, what the Navy calls triwalls, which are thick, large cardboard boxes about the size of a, of a standard pallet. And um, these boxes are used to store all kinds of equipment. Um, it could be rags, it could be um, bags of, of textiles, it could be machinery. Um, all manner of, of, of dry goods um, are stored in these type of triwalls, walls um, But they are made of cardboard, and um, that is what is being looked at right now as the uh, primary ignition source of the fire. Um, Now, obviously, from that deck, the fire spread. Um, As an industrial worksite, because it's in an availability, um, there are uh, cables and ductwork ventilation strewn throughout the ship, forward and back, up and down. So all of these hatches and doors that normally sailors would close to seal off areas with a fire, all of them are open. And you're not able to close it and get that seal so um the the thinking is is that that may have contributed to the fire's ability to spread because of um, those uh, first sailors on the scene from that flying team uh, the damage control team know they're not able to isolate uh, because you know there's so much material um, uh, blocking those, those doors and hatches that they normally would be able to to close
0: mm-hmm. And also we know uh, several people were injured. What do we know about their conditions and kind of how they got hurt?
1: Um, we don't know a whole lot. Um, what we've heard from the Navy is that uh, these are minor to non-life-threatening injuries associated with, with fighting a fire. Things like heat exhaustion and smoke inhalation.
0: Mm-hmm. And you kind of mentioned it before, but what are some of the things that make fighting a fire on a ship difficult? Uh, you mentioned, as we were talking before, that when you were in the, the Navy, you were, you know, experienced in this. So why don't you tell us what you know?
1: Right, so um, a ship will have several fire stations throughout the ship, uh, from the forward part to the back, and then up and down on the decks. Um, and so sailors train to fight fires as part of their normal routine. Um, it's something that's ingrained in the sailors from the time you're in boot camp. Um, and if you're assigned to a ship, uh, no matter what your normal job is, um, you're also a firefighter and, and you train to respond to fires. And so um, when this initially ignited, um, there would have been a call on the ship that there was smoke in a certain space. And a, a sort of emergency response team called a flying team would be the first to respond to that fire um, and sailors would have been the first uh, on the scene to fight the fire. However, there's a lot of things, like I said, in the way of fighting this fire like they normally would. Um, one thing is the condition of the doors and hatches being opened. They're not able to seal it. Also, uh, the Navy says that the Halon system on board was not in operation because of the maintenance. Halon is a gas um, that the Navy uses to flood spaces in order to suffocate a fire of oxygen.
0: Mm-hmm. So it sounds that in a way this was a kind of a worst case scenario for a fire on a ship because of all these factors, the construction and, you know, the fail safes that weren't working.
1: Um, it certainly looks that way. And then overnight, obviously we saw the fire spread. Um, at this time, uh, most of the activity appears to be directly below the flight deck and in the island. That's that superstructure on the flight deck where the bridge and communication equipment is um overnight uh the forward mass of the ship collapsed and um i've been standing here for a couple hours watching the helicopters from hsc-3 fight this fire and they are continually dumping water on that island superstructure both the forward part and the aft uh, to try to get that part of the fire under control
0: mm-hmm. And uh, moving the conversation a little bit, we have a comment from Twitter, a user named Beach Shoot. He asks, what about the horrible infrastructure plus broken water mains causing all the water on base being shut off? Uh, so how is this affecting people that you know are living on the base and work on the base? How are you able to work when there's a fire going?
1: Well, the, um, the north part of the, the wet side of, of uh, San Diego Naval Base, is uh, under a shelter in place order right now um uh, that has a lot to do with the air quality and the the smoke billowing over on that north end of the base
0: mm-hmm. and just so we know some context what is this ship and what does it do uh, how important is this to kind of the navy
1: um so an amphibious assault ship is a really versatile uh type of vessel for the navy um, it's got a crew of about uh, a 1,000 sailors. It can carry a couple thousand Marines um, and their equipment. Um, it's, des- its purpose is to go um, as part of uh, a, uh, an expeditionary strike group um, with infantry Marines and put them on, on beaches where they, they might need to go a- and operate. It's got a flight deck. It can operate helicopters. It can also um, operate um, the uh, short takeoff vertical landing Jets, um, the Marines used to use a, B, B Harrier jump jets. Um, they are transitioning now to the F-35 Bravo uh, Joint Strike Fighter, the, uh, the Lightning. Um, and uh, that, that is where the, uh, the future of the Marines is going. So um, this is, you know, not only is it a troop carrier, an amphibious ship that can launch attacks on beaches, but it's also effectively a, a light uh, attack aircraft carrier.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it's a really important asset to have in America's arsenal. And, you know, the damage to it could, you know, be not great for the Navy.
1: Right. And this ship was in the middle of, of um, you know, 18 months of extensive rehabilitation, um, uh, getting ready to modernize and be able to participate in that fight. So um, we don't have a clear answer yet how much this is going to set the Navy back as far as that mission is. Um but uh, and it, it'll pro- probably be quite a while before we know uh, these things are going to be investigated and, and the answers will come out later down the line. right now, the focus of the Navy and, and the sailors fighting this fire is to get it under control and, and to save the ship. Um, that is the, the focus right now is is to shade, save the Bonhamer Shard.
0: Mm-hmm. And you've touched on it before, but what do we know about how damaged this ship is right now?
1: We don't know a whole lot. Um we can look at some of the the images from the fire um there's extensive damage around the bridge the forward part of the island um they're dumping a lot of water on the aft section of the island suggesting that the fire has spread aft uh, from that forward part um there's also several uh, flare ups apparently uh, in different places on the flight deck mostly forward of the island um now that that deck below the flight deck is going to have um kind of pilot-ready rooms, officer ward rooms, um, and spaces like that. Um, mm. I did ask the admiral in charge of the expeditionary strike group um, this morning about whether fire was deeper in the ship, um, the, the main spaces and, and engine rooms. I um, mean, he said that there is no fire down there right now. Um, if there was, that would be a real significant concern. So at least there's a, a little bit of good news there. Uh, the ship has no armaments on board. However... It does have about a million gallons of fuel. And um, according to the Navy, uh, there's no heat source. Uh, there's at least two decks separation between that fuel and any uh, uh, heat source at this time. But they are watching that very closely.
0: Mm-hmm. And right now, uh, there was a press conference a couple hours ago around 11 on Monday morning. What is the current prognosis on how long this fire will last?
1: We don't have a good answer on that right now. Um firefighting efforts are around the clock they fought this fire all night they brought in the helos around 10 30 last night and they've been continuously dumping water on this place they also have tugs around the ship uh fighting the fire uh hosing it from the sea um and of course other fire crews along the pier uh fighting this fire so uh the military right now is in charge of this firefighting effort it is navy firefighters these are sailors, um, and federal firefighters assigned to uh, Navy region Southwest. So this is an all hands effort for the Navy. They've called in sailors from other ships and, um, they are attacking it from land, sea and air. Mm -hmm.
0: And also, what do we know right now about air pollution? Uh, Personally, I live about a a mile and a half-ish away from this, and yesterday I saw a big plume of smoke go up and then head uh, towards the east, while now it appears there's more of a kind of lingering haze. What do we know about the air situation right now?
1: Um, We don't know much. Uh, The Navy uh, says that among the items burning on the ship are things like plastics, um, wire insulation, so rubber materials, and uh insulation materials. So um n- none of this stuff is is good. Um but um at this point it there's nothing uh it's not a hazardous material fire. So um at this time, the Navy hasn't said that there's any uh specifically hazardous chemicals burning, um nor is fuel oil burning. So um, but I mean that doesn't that doesn't do any good when you look out across San Diego. I'm looking north on Harbor Drive towards downtown. Um, it is pretty hazy, uh, not, maybe not quite as hazy as it was a little while ago. Um, and then looking east, I'm um, into southeast San Diego and Boyle Logan, and um, the haze is, is quite thick.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like the current advice right now is if you are able to, you know, have all your windows shut and don't go outside, it's just recommend you don't do that because even if you're not directly in the plume, there is still not great air quality around the area.
1: Right. Um, and, uh, the County of San Diego issued an advisory, uh, last night, uh, the city of national city did as well yesterday. And this morning, the national weather service in San Diego also, um, uh, tweeted out that, that, uh, uh, air quality was, was a concern. And, and if you, uh, if you can smell the fire to stay indoors and, and close your windows, um, mm-hmm. luckily it's not as hot today as it was yesterday's, but, uh, it's still it is, uh, Difficult for folks, especially if you don't have air conditioning.
0: Certainly. And uh, not to be a downer here, but just so we have it on the record, what's the worst case scenario here? What could happen if things go terribly wrong? What's at risk?
1: I mean, the worst case scenario is that the ship is a total loss. Um, uh, The Navy is committed to saving the ship. There are upwards of 400 sailors plus those federal firefighters fighting to save the ship. Um, And that is where uh, the Navy's plan right now is to save it and and get it back out to sea. That hasn't changed.
0: Mm -hmm. All right. Andrew Dyer, thank you so much.
1: Hey, thanks, Daniel.
0: In other news, California is closed again. Gyms, salons, churches, and malls are among the sites that must reclose indoor operations in 30 counties around the state, including San Diego County. Governor Gavin Newsom announced Monday as COVID-19 cases continue to rise. For San Diego, that closure starts Wednesday morning, according to County Supervisor Nathan Fletcher. Several of the affected businesses had only gotten the go-ahead to reopen weeks earlier. San Diego County has seen COVID-19 cases spike in recent weeks. As of Monday's reporting, the region's totals crossed a new milestone, reaching 20,348 cases, up 419 from the day prior. The county had tallied a total of 422 deaths. The 14-day rolling average of the percentage of positive cases has been climbing since mid-June, and it is back up to around 6%. Also, San Diego Unified School District will not allow in-person instruction at the beginning of the fall school year. They'll start online because of the pandemic. The announcement represents a setback in San Diego Unified's intention to offer full-time in-person learning as an option for students in the fall. In a joint statement released by San Diego Unified and Los Angeles Unified School District reads, quote, One fact is clear. These countries that have managed to safely reopen schools have done so with declining infection rates and on-demand testing available. California has neither. The skyrocketing infection rates of the few past weeks makes it clear the pandemic is not under control. San Diego Unified will reassess on August 10th whether it can reopen and when. Thank you for listening to the San Diego News Fix. If you're curious about how Greater San Diego is working toward building a new future after pandemic and protest, listen to the UT's Luis Cruz on Together San Diego. Every weekday afternoon, join in on conversation with activists, nonprofits, and companies who are finding out ways this moment can change San Diego for the better. Listen in on Facebook. For a guide to all of our live streaming programming, check out the schedule on UnionTrip.com. Until next time.